Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mr. Khan, I spoke with him yesterday morning. And he is so absolutely terrified of what he feels is going to happen to him and his family if he isn't removed from Afghanistan, if he isn't um, brought to Canada, served with Canadian forces as an interpreter. And as you know, we've had Canadian forces members who were in Afghanistan tell us on the air the interpreters saved Canadian lives. They've said it repeatedly. Mr. Khan is, again, terrified of what may happen to him and other interpreters. We had Major General Ahmed Habibi on this program, uh, who was the charge of a brigade of the Afghan National Army, fought alongside Canadian soldiers, received the Meritorious Service Medal from Canada. He's also, and you heard his son, you heard him two weeks ago, say that they don't sleep in the same location for more than two nights because they're so afraid of the Taliban and the insurgents closing in. So three Canadian major generals and former commanders in Afghanistan have written an open letter calling on this country, on Canada, to patriot Afghan interpreters who worked with CAF troops in Afghanistan. The generals warned to not bring the interpreters and families to this country will end very badly for them as Taliban and insurgents have threatened interpreters and families with death, and some have died. We're joined on the program by one of the generals, Major General Dean Milner, who was the last commander Canadian commander in Afghanistan. General Miller, thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, it's great. It's a pleasure to be here, Roy, and uh, thank you. You and uh, Generals Thompson and Fraser wrote this open letter to the federal immigration minister. What is the message that you are sending to the immigration minister? Well, I think, uh, and you mentioned it, but there's a lot of uncertainty in Afghanistan right now, and I think it, we have an absolute moral responsibility uh, to help those that soldiered and, and worked alongside of us in, in Afghanistan. Uh, the situation is tough. The Taliban uh, have uh, momentum, and uh, we, we need to do something about it, and we need to react quickly. Uh, other countries are doing the same, and I, I would like to see us uh, help bring these uh, Afghan interpreters home or, or to Canada to safety. General Milner, how valuable were these interpreters to the Canadian forces on the ground in Afghanistan? Uh, invaluable. They, they uh, you know, I, I had uh, interpreters that patrolled with me on the ground. We have a one of our famous ones here, Amal, who actually lives in Toronto, and I could not have done it without him. I was in significant key meetings, key leader engagements with Afghans, again, talking to people on the ground, um, they, they just, they, we couldn't have done it without them. And uh, we took them out of safe places. I'm all living in Toronto, uh, trained with my brigade, picked him up, took him away from his family, put him into Afghanistan. That's one example. But again, they, they fought alongside of us. They, uh, we had at least six interpreters that died alongside of us uh, in Afghanistan. So uh, it's an absolute obligation uh, for us as Canadians to to uh, to make sure that their safety is is paramount and, and their well-being. I was told uh, on several occasions that the Taliban and the insurgents would target the interpreters first in any firefight because they knew how valuable the interpreters were. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's a danger of, of retribution for sure. They they know how important they were to us and they didn't like the fact that they were working alongside of us. Uh, and there's more. Uh, you know, General Abibi, as you mentioned on your show, uh, we need to move his family out. His family's been targeted. Um, he We fought alongside of him. Uh, I want him to stay. I'll be very honest. I want him to stay and fight the Taliban. Uh, the Afghans need to fight the Taliban, uh, but but the bottom line is, yes, we need to get interpreters, their families, because there's no doubt in my mind the Taliban are an absolutely ruthless bunch, and they'll, they'll, they'll kill. Uh, they will kill without thought, without even a second thought. So, yes, we need to move them out of Afghanistan. General Milner, there was, a, and it's been talked about a fair bit, there was a national program in this country in 2009 to bring the interpreters to Canada, but it was very limited. And some interpreters have told me they weren't even aware of it. And because they were out actually on patrol with Canadian troops while this limited program was underway. Uh, It it was an excellent program. We actually did bring a fair number of, uh, of interpreters home, but um, it it only lasted two years and uh, we, we need to, we need to do something very similar. Um, you know, we have an ambassador over in Afghanistan. Um, we, 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 we can get this program going again. Uh, we may need help from, from other, other countries like the United States. Uh, but there's no doubt in my mind, we need a program again, uh, ramped up quickly and, and set into motion so that we can take care of these, uh, these interpreters before that uh, retribution starts. Yeah, in that open letter, you and uh, your fellow generals made the point that there's very little time here, that this is uh, time is of the essence to get them out. Do you expect that the, the Taliban will essentially sweep across Afghanistan, except for maybe a few small areas? I don't know that. I really, uh, I, I'd say the next six months are critical. Uh, there's potential for civil war. Uh, there's potential for a whole bunch. I, I would like to see the, the Afghan army stand and, and beat the Taliban. I, I just can't understand why anybody, uh, the people, the government would want to allow a uh, just a heinous group to, to be able to, uh, to take over this, this country. Um, so, but yeah, I think time is absolutely of the essence. We do need to act. Uh, we do need to act quickly. Um, there's fighting as we speak. Um, the fact that we lost Panjway, I could go on, is, is just, it, it's a kicker for us who sacrificed and, and, you know, we lost, sacrificed Canadians when we fought. And I was there in 18 and, and it was in, it was in pretty good shape. You know, it was, uh, there was no Taliban around. And uh, but but now they've they've taken over a district center and and that district and more more areas of Kandahar where we fought and uh, it just it's really really disheartening for us. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it must be because we had many reports about the fighting in Panjway area. You've also said that the CIF veterans uh, of the Afghanistan campaign they view the interpreters as comrades in arms, correct? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I'm still friends with my interpreters. Um, Amal and I just spoke the other day. Um, he's fortunately back in, in Canada. He started. We have a lot of tremendous Afghan families here in Canada. Um, and anybody I fought alongside, uh, we've kept in touch. General Abibi and I patrolled 
um, fought, killed Taliban together. Um, you know, we're passionate about the country. We're, we're passionate about the country going the right way. But also, we, you know, there is that moral obligation. We, you know, we, 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 again, we fought alongside them. We want them, them safe. Uh, we want their well-being, their families taken care of and, and brought to Canada. The people of Canada have an opportunity and perhaps also an obligation based on what we're hearing from you and what we've heard previously to, to actually persuade the political uh, establishment to take the steps that you and your fellow generals are telling them to take in your open letter. Other NATO countries are resettling their interpreters and Afghans who work with them, United States, the UK, Australia, uh, I think some European countries are as well. Have you, by the way, have you heard back from the federal immigration minister to the open letter you sent him? I, I, we, I haven't, uh, maybe some of the of the crew have, but I haven't heard anything back. Uh, I know this, it's a, it's not an easy process. I know it's, but we, we do need to hear something fast. Uh, this needs to be a plan. Uh, it needs to be put together. Geez, I'd be prepared to help. Um, you know, we really do need to get this going fast. We have a team on the ground in Afghanistan. Uh, we've got a list that we're generating. Uh, we do have contacts in Afghanistan. We have General Abibi in Afghanistan that can assist us. We have other interpreters here. So, but uh, I haven't heard anything direct yet. General Miller, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. And uh, to you and everyone in our armed forces, thank you for the service to this country. Thank you, Roy, and I really appreciate uh, being able to pass the message. Thank you very much, and have a great Sunday. Yeah, you you too, sir. Thank you again. Major General Dean Milner, who was the last of the Canadian commanders during the Afghanistan, the NATO-Afghanistan campaign. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.